Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host Martin. Today we're going to talk about the top five mistakes that Betfair traders make who have small bankrolls. Okay, I think this is really apt because most of you guys will have small bankrolls. And even if you don't, these are probably still mistakes that people make with large bankrolls. Um, and this is going to be a really interesting list. So, you know, feel free to take notes, write these down. Um, these are the top five mistakes. So number one, overly aggressive staking. Okay, I'll repeat that, overly aggressive staking. Betfair trading is the graveyard of many a good trader who was too aggressive with their staking. Um, so what I mean by this is you might put, say, 10 to 20% of your bankroll on one trade. And suddenly if that loses, you might lose 10 to 20% of your bankroll straight off the bat. You're not going to last long in this game. That's why it becomes a graveyard. Just because you have a small bankroll, it doesn't mean you should use a higher percentage of your bankroll um, to trade. It just doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? It's too risky and you're just going to end up blowing the bank. You still need to use between 1% and 5% of your bankroll per trade. Do not go above this. Okay. So often, why do people have a small bankroll? Well, often, a lot of the time, it's their one and only. Right, it's your one and only. I am the one and only. Maybe if um, that song was sung when you have a one and only small bankroll, you would give it more respect and not over straight, <laughs> over trade and overly aggressively stake because it's really important, right? That if that's your one and only bankroll, give it a good go. Don't put big stakes on, knowing that you're probably going to blow it, and suddenly you're one and done. Right? Crazy. Um, aggression can be a dangerous thing. Number two, the second mistake that people make. This isn't in order, not like number one was the most common one. These are all pretty common, actually. Number two, chasing losses. Oh. I even shudder and kind of go, ah, take back when I hear that phrase nowadays because it's just such a horrible thing. But one common error in Betfair trading strategy that people make in Betfair is that some traders believe they can claw back losses by increasing their stakes every time a bet loses. Now, the problem with this is that no matter how big your bankroll is, if you lose 5 to 10 bets in a row, you're going to be done. If you're like doubling stakes every time or you're chasing huge, uh, you know, you're betting huge money to win back a small amount because you lost an initial trade, which is what most people do when they chase losses, you're going to lose your bankroll. You're going to eventually you're going to lose your bankroll because even if you get lucky a few times when you do that and you manage to survive and get that money back, the one time it doesn't work, you're done. Now, this comes back again to... If you've got one bankroll and you're one and done, then it's crazy to start chasing losses and put, you know, double your stakes and stuff like that. You're just going to lose your bankroll so quickly. Um, you know, I hate uh, some people like the Martingale strategy. I hate the fact my name is involved with that strategy. It's nothing to do with me. It's a disgusting thing to do. Um, you know, if you double your stake, which is all it does basically, it doubles your stake every time. Now, I'll give you the perfect example of why this loses loses money and will lose you a fortune. If, uh, will basically lose you every bankroll you ever make if you follow the strategy. If you go onto any um, you know betting site and you go on the roulette machines and you watch red and black, you will often get runs of ten, maybe twelve plus 
where there's black 12 times in a row or there's red 12 times in a row. I've seen it happen so often that losing five to 10 bets in a row is easily done, right? And if you're doubling your stakes every time, it really doesn't take long, does it, for you to lose your bankroll. So that's what's going to happen. Um, and imagine the situation. Let's say you've done it from £10. You've been doubling your money or you've just been trying to chase back to win that tenner. Let's say, you know, you initially you bet that tenner and you lost it. Now you're going to bet 50 quid on something at 1.2 and that loses. So now you need to make 60 quid back. So you bet on 300 quid on something to make, you know, at 1.2, just to make a tenner back. Let's bear in mind, all you're doing is trying to make your initial money. Now you've got 300 quid trying to win a tenner. Let's say that loses. Now you've got to kind of make back 310 quid. You'll be put, you might even put a grand plus on at short odds just to try and win it back and go, well, I need to win it back. You know, even if you're doing it at evens every time, what happens when you get to 500 quid to win back a tenner? Are you really going to bet another 500 quid just to win back that initial tenner? This is the question you have to ask yourself because you're then betting at evens, 500 quid at evens just to win an initial 10 pounds. You have crippled yourself odds-wise because of stupid staking. Um, you know, it might seem easier sometimes if you, let's say you've got a 100 pound bankroll for you just to shove all your money on the next bet if you have a loser. But in the long term, this always ends in tears. It always does. I've never heard a success story. Yeah, I chase losses all the time. And you know what? It's never gone wrong. Just bear that in mind, okay? You will lose your money. So you can do it. It's your life. Do what you like with your money. You will lose it. Um, we're traders, not gamblers. And I think that's so important to say, right? Even if you're placing bets and not cashing out, we're still, we've still got the trader mindset. We're still being clever with it. You're pushing edges. We're using sensible staking. We're not gamblers. Chasing losses is no different to de de <laughs> God, I can't say this word. degenerative gambling, okay? Chasing losses is no different to degenerative gambling, in my opinion. Just let that sink in. Because we do everything we can to be a million miles away from degenerate gamblers in terms of who we are as traders. And we're pretty damn good at doing that. If you chase losses, you're doing the opposite. You're becoming a degenerative gambler. Stop it. Okay. Number three, big mistake people make with small bankrolls. They get too emotional about their trading. Okay. So, and this is this is true even if you've got a big bankroll, but sometimes with a small bankroll, it feels really hard when you lose a few bets, yeah? No one likes losing money, even a tenner. And especially when you've got a small bankroll, if you lose £10, that's 10% of your bankroll. That can seem like a huge loss when starting out. And it'll feel like wasted money. So this is, this is one of the things you have to overcome as a Betfair trader, is that some days you would have been better off staying in bed, right? No matter how good a trader you are, you, would have, you will have losing days. The thing is, that's a very narrow-minded way of looking at it when you think, well, I could have just stayed in bed and made more money. Because, yeah, you could have done. You could have broken even staying in bed. A couple of things. You wouldn't have had the learning experience. Now, every losing day is a learning experience. We can look at it. Maybe we did the right things, but it's still good to analyse. Let's say we made an obvious mistake. Well, we know better for next time, okay? 
Whether it's Betfair trading, training or psychological work, traders must learn to put their bankroll aside in their head. Don't think of it as your money anymore, okay? It's just an investment pot for the future. You don't want to throw it away. You don't not care about it. But at the same time, you're not going to cry if you lose some money with it. Because we know that we'll have losing days. Most strategies, winning strategies, at some point, they will be down overall early on. That's just how it works statistically a lot of the time. So try not to think of that gambling bankroll as your money. Try and think of it as an investment pot, maybe a retirement pot or something. You know, just just something. Because essentially that's just the money you're using to make more money. Think of it as a friend's money you're investing for them if that helps. Um, you know, you don't want it to lose, but you won't get too hurt if it does. Um, number four, this is a good one, okay? This is, if I was ordering it, this might be number one of the biggest mistake Betfair traders with small bankrolls make. They don't ask for help. How many traders go by the wayside and never make it because they never, ever ask for help? How many people on BetfairTradingCommunity.com has this happened to over the years? Because they've never asked. I mean, it's, you know... There's so many Betfair trading techniques, systems and strategies available on the BetfairTradingCommunity.com forum that it's crazy not to ask for some help from the experts. You've literally got world-class help available to you and by not asking, you're effectively shunning it. Now, I know that I'm not having a go because I know that some people don't do it because they think, oh, Martin and Ryan, you must be so busy. Yes, we are, but we want to help you. Okay, we ask you to ask us for help. One of the things I say when someone joins the forum, once I've talked to them about their personal situation, I'll always conclude with a line like, if you need any help, let me know. That's not just a throwaway, oh, how are you today? And I don't really want to know. That's a genuine thing of me saying, I want to help you. Okay, if you need help, let me know. Because if you don't, you will struggle more in your trading. Why is it this happens with smaller bankrolls more often? Because that's beginners, that's newer traders. The people who get bigger bankrolls, who rise through the levels, you know what? They're the ones who ask for help. Think about some of your favourite people on BetfairTradingCommunity.com forum. They're the ones who've asked for help. I can pretty much guarantee you, to a man and woman, that every single one of those is... Uh, essentially someone who asked for help in the early days and that's how they grew they helped themselves and you've got the opportunity there so there's no excuse for not using it right i mean it's like if you're on a football team and you were playing with you know it's a sunday league team but you had cristiano ronaldo in your team you'd be mad not to ask some advice just an opinion about you know don't let pride get in the way either some people let pride i don't want to ask anyone for help betfairtradingcommunity.com has been built to help people okay so if you're a part of it you're kind of already signed up to that term the terms of i'm not going to let pride get in the way and i'm going to actually let you help me okay that's a really good positive thing you can do some people are really good at asking for help okay 
but others are not. And it's amazing how many people I see go by the wayside and I'm like, what happened? And they're like, oh, I was just struggling with this for ages. And I'm, I go to them, why didn't you ask for help? Oh yeah, I should have done. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't laugh, but it's just so obvious that it's just like almost, you know, as much as I feel sorry for people that, that miss out on their dreams because they didn't ask for help, it's kind of like I have a wry smile where I'm like, yeah, but everything was in place for you to succeed and you could have got that help and you didn't ask for it. That's crazy. Okay. So if it's not going well, talk to one of us. You know, there's, there's me and Ryan on the private chat. That's just between me, you and Ryan on the forum. You've got the private chat as well. The, you know, the actual um, kind of chat box. It's just between literally me and you if you talk to me or whoever. And then obviously you've got the other members you can talk to who give out incredible advice. I ask for help. Okay. Pro traders ask for help. If I need an opinion on something, I'll get in touch with Ryan. Okay. There is nothing wrong with asking help, no matter what level of Betfair trading you're at. And the biggest, biggest culprits of not doing this are those with small bankrolls. I've got my theories on why, but... You know, it's one of those things that hopefully the more information I can get out there, the less this happens. Okay, number five. What is the biggest mistakes that people are making? Or what are the biggest mistakes people are making with small bankrolls? Number five, letting greed get the better of them. So this could be argued to be the biggest mistake. And I think it does tie in a little bit with some of the points we've already made. But the amount of traders I have met who just want it all right now, I want to make £1,000 right now, is incredible. It's incredible because it's a mindset that must change or it's going to lead to disaster. What is it that makes people have to have everything right now? What is it that's like, you know, this FOMO of trading that doesn't, that shouldn't exist? Because in all reality, you'll be able to make money on Betfair for years to come if you get good at it. You don't need to worry about today. You need to worry about making sure that you set yourself up for a future tomorrow. That's really what you need to do. And yet so many people, I've got to make money now. If I don't make money straight away, I'm done. It's like... Well, what sort of attitude is that in life? So when you went for a job and you wanted to get a career, you just went training for one day or one month and if it didn't work out 100%, you were done. Well, you wouldn't have ended up in any decent industry to work in with that attitude. What happened when you went to do sport? You wanted to learn to be a decent footballer. You gave it a month, then gave up. Well, that's not... What can you do? Seriously, guys, what can you do in a month where you go, yeah, I know 100% now. A, I, I practiced it and I know what I'm doing. And B, I now know it's not for me. Think about it. Learn to drive. How many of you learned to drive and passed your test in a month? I'd be amazed if there's one person out there who's done that. How many of you went for a career and trained and got a job and everything in a month? Again, I'd be amazed if there was even one person out there. Okay, what? why is there this rush? It's like there's this mythical 
um, kind of knowledge that people are so desperate to get that they have to have it right here, right now. Well, the truth is, Betfair trading takes some work over a long period of time. The rewards are huge because they're long-term gains. It's not just a case of you're going to hit it big here and now. It's a case of you can build yourself up so that you could actually make a really good living for the rest of your life. But if you want to go pro straight away and expect that to happen overnight, then you're doomed to failure because you will make silly mistakes because you're trying to be something you're not. It's okay to learn. It's okay to be an apprentice. It's okay to get coaching. And it's good to wait until you're fully ready before you try and go heavy. Okay? I think that there's steps along the journey. So in the first couple of months, really what your main thing you're doing is learning. Maybe you're testing something, a couple of strategies. For three months, that's probably what you should do. Then maybe you might think about going live with small stakes, keep learning, etc., etc. If you want a path to going pro or a path to making serious money on a regular basis, you need to give yourself a realistic target goal. And I would give you a year to two years. If you're serious, I think you should go. I'm going to give this a year to two years. And if it doesn't work out then, and if I'm not good by then, then it's not for me. If you get into a car the first day, you can't. no one tells you what to do and you can't drive. If you gave up, you'd obviously never be able to drive a car. Well, how many people drive a car? Incredible amount, right? Huge high percentage. Because they didn't do that. They didn't give up. They didn't just have four lessons to give up. This is the thing, right? I get so frustrated when someone joins for a month then gives up. It's pointless, right? Make sure you put your time aside and go, I'm going to give myself a year. Because the people who do have such a high success rate compared to the ones that don't. We know this. Again, it's, it's common sense. You're probably sitting there thinking, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Okay, but are you doing it? Like seriously, all this stuff I've mentioned, it might seem obvious, but are you actually doing it? Because I see these mistakes being made so often that it makes me wonder how many people are actually doing it. There's no rush. You know, you don't need to be a pro trader tomorrow. You need to build yourself an income that can happen for you, create your own wealth over time. That's what will change your life. Winning one big bet today will not change your life. Or one iota. So don't let the greed get the better of you. Okay, I'm going to go through those last five points again and kind of just give you the bullet points. So the top five mistakes Betfair traders make with small bankrolls. Number one, overly aggressive staking. Number two, chasing losses. Number three, getting too emotional. Number four, not asking for help. And number five, letting greed get the better of you. Some of this stuff I've learned through personal experience, and I wasted years learning this stuff the hard way. This is why I help run BetfairTradingCommunity.com. We love to help other Betfair traders by sharing our tips, tools, and systems, right? But best of all, we have helped mentor many a new trader and have seen them go from amateur to semi-pro to pro. And that is such an exciting thing to be a part of. So if you're not a part of BetfairTradingCommunity.com and you really want to be a trader, Give yourself the requisite time. Put that time aside and go, yes, I'm going to give this a year to two years and I'm going to really make a go of it. 
okay? And maybe you plan and you go, I'm not good, I can't do it right now, but I'll tell you what, in three months I'm gonna join and then I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna put that time aside, okay? Um, I think it'll be the best investment you ever make and there's a lot of people on betfairtradingcommunity.com who will testify to that and agree to that. And you'll you see them, if, you, if you've ever been on the forum, you'll know who a lot of those guys are. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. I really hope it helps you, especially if you've got a small bankroll. And most importantly, make some money trading on Betfair this week.